ये बात हवाओं को बताए रखना रोशनी होगी चिरागों को जलाए रखना लहू देकर जिसकी हिफाजत हमने की उसी तिरंगे को सदा दिल में बसाए रखना क्या बात है बड़ी देशभक्ति की भावना फूट रही है आज आपके दिल से इंडिपेंडेंस डे टुडे टुडे इज द फिफ्टींथ ऑफ ऑगस्ट इट्स स्वतंत्रता स्वतंत्रता दिवस दैट्स राइट इंडिया सेवेंटी इंडिपेंडेंस डे एंड वी आर रिकॉर्डिंग इट ऑन द मॉर्निंग ऑफ इंडिपेंडेंस डे ओ इसीलिए ये देशभक्ति की कविता है व्हाट यू रिमेम्बरिंग फ्रॉम योर चाइल्डहुड एग्जैक्टली कम टू योर माइंड क्या क्या कितने गिनवाऊ सारे जहां से अच्छा हिंदुस्तान एवरीवन नोज दैट वन वी वर फोर्स टू सिंग दैट वन इन स्कूल डू रिमेंबर इट यूज्ड टू बी हाफ डे वी मेंशन दिस बिफोर या टू गो टू स्कूल इन आई शुड गो इन माय निक्कर यूज्ड टू गो इन योर शलवार कमीज आई प्रेज्यूम एंड देयर बी फ्लैग हॉइस्टिंग व्हेन द प्रिंसिपल वुड हॉइस्ट द फ्लैग एंड गिव यू वर्ड्स ऑफ encouragement and wisdom and be, or you know patriotism and nationalism would be the theme for the day but yeah we we'll get our bundi ke laddu soggy bundi ke laddu in brown paper packages which people would like to uh, either eat there or palm it pa- off to someone else palm it off to their friends vijayi vishv tiranga pyara jhanda uncha rahe hamara or to quote from bollywood you know my favorite line from um, uh, gulzar sahab's uh, razi ए वतन वतन मेरे आबाद रहे तू मैं जहां रहूं जहां मैं याद रहे तू और इंडीड फ्रॉम केसरी बी प्राक हु कैन फर्गेट मनोज मुंतशीर तेरी मिट्टी में मिल जावा गुल बनके मैं खिल जावा इतनी है दिल की आरजू तेरे खेतों में लहरावा तेरी नदियों में बह जावा इतनी है दिल की आरजू आई एम सॉरी आई ब्रॉट अप दिस क्वेश्चन नाउ यस बट यू स्टार्ट द पोएम यू आर जस्ट शोइंग ऑफ नाउ यस So yeah we've spoken about this so many times uh, days like independence day republic day they always take us back to school because it is such a big occasion and it is a day where you know what's going to happen if you're watching television then in the morning the prime minister of india would hoist the national flag at the ramparts of the red fort there'd be a speech aur uske baad like you said half day chutti uh families would be out and about is, isn't it uh, on um, 15th august there's always a sale on as well yeah there always be a special sale and that is the day when street food really comes to the fore you know bahar ja ke doston ke sath ya families ke sath chaat khana golgappe chole bature that is the done thing and and also to watch a movie also yeah i think they used to have a new release around about that time yes. it's always a holiday it's a holiday and this year it's a sunday but normally you Will know they get a monday off you reckon I don't know. I don't know. Uh or oh, like they do here. Yeah. If, if it Christmas up, is a holiday, it, they give you the next day. Yeah. I I don't know. I doubt it. But then saying that the amount of holidays that you get in India hmm. is unparalleled. I mean I, I don't think any other country has so many. You have something for every state, every religion, every moon, half moon, whatever it is. That's why you know there's a very interesting thing that uh, that struck me the other day. that when the government of india releases its list of holidays for the coming year you know jise dekhkar you plan your garmi ki chuttiyan and um, winter holidays and all of that there's always there are two oh, hold on hold on i'm sorry we must be living very different lives because i never subscribe to these magazines that you subscribe to Listen, where, with a list of holidays no i'm talking about my childhood where every come on every kitchen would have that cut out from a calendar or a magazine and posted uh, in the corner somewhere well very very different our kitchen had one calendar which some mithai wala had given us uh-huh. normally had some photograph of some bhagwan on it mm. and i think we still got that same calendar for the last 10 years here i know which would only have what karwa chauth diwali holi eid only these four five things highlighted right mm. it's very different from the list of holidays uh, that you would get 
uh, in a government calendar in India. And it would always have two columns. So you would have one column which gave you all so the national holidays. This is holidays. intriguing me. So you'd go to the shops and say, excuse me, sir, could I have a government calendar, please? No, you wouldn't. Either you would have it at school, either it would be one page of your school diary, or for people like my father who worked in government, you know, you would there'd always be some official uh, paraphernalia uh, that would have. Now it makes sense. So just to just... Come, yeah, it would be it given. It used to be posted to Posted or, or gifted to you or whatever. But it would always have a list of national holidays and a list of restricted holidays. I think that might be unique to India. You know what that is? You know what the difference is? No, I don't. I thought you, after this conversation, you'd realize I haven't got a clue what you're talking about. Why? Didn't you go to school in the foothills of the Himalayas? I did, but no one said to me, Hey, bhai, that's a restricted holiday. Oh, well. You know, you we didn't have these sort of conversations. You haven't lived then. So the difference is that a national holiday like Aaj Ka Din, Independence Day, Republic Day, Holi, Diwali, Eid, these are holidays that the entire country has to observe. But there are apparently a handful of restricted holidays as well where the government of India has given the state government the right to decide whether or not schools and offices should be closed on that day because it is relevant only to that state I'm, for instance I'm, I'm with you like if it's Durga Puja you're saying Bengal will definitely yes. get the holiday off things come to a standstill nothing happens over the uh, over those six seven eight days of Durga Puja in Bengal but that may or may not be the case outside of West Bengal so you probably have one Ashtami day which everybody is observing as a Chutti but not the other days so I think it's quite interesting because India is an amalgamation of so many different cultures. Which is probably why it racks up so many holidays. So, you know, the largest scheme of country. things, no, because I would really like to sit down and analyze that statistic closely because let's face it, we don't have these silly half terms that you guys have every six weeks. We don't have that. I wouldn't call it we silly. We don't have bank people, holiday Mondays for no reason at all. Some people need a break. Off. Some people need a break, you know, you need a half term. Yeah, but you don't need a break every six weeks. That's not how schools work in India. So I think it kind of adds up and it evens out. I don't think uh, India has uh, those many more national holidays. But I think it's something worth looking into. And uh, film work, what were you saying? Big films? I was saying that, I'm, if my memory is correct, hmm. every 15th August, hmm. there used to be some huge movie. I know now the trend has changed a bit. The very patriotic movies coming out. Yeah. All Desh Bhakti Wale. But I'm sure they used to have a huge movie either on the 26th hmm. of January or on the 15th of August. Yeah, the nearest weekend to these yeah. two holidays. Purely because they knew it was a chutti garden. And like I said, this is when families are out in full force. You know, the movie I, yeah, I, th I think Diwali and 15th August were the two big, big huh. release dates. Huh. Now, of course, Bollywood has changed a lot and it would like to capitalize on every opportunity. As we know, Salman Khan is the box office king of that Eid box office window. But has 50th August always been like war movies? No, you're right. That is where the trend has changed. Earlier, it would just be one big film that you would go and enjoy. It didn't have to be a film that spoke about uh, nationalism and patriotism and all the rest of it. But now, increasingly, I think since Akshay and John Abraham and all these people have taken it upon themselves to every now and then do a film which brings people together or pays tribute to is, the armed forces. This is where the ching 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 is. Yeah, this is where it is. Because as you were saying, you know, that it is one day, national holiday, ek din hai, chutti ka din hai, when we forget our differences, put them aside for that one day and everyone really comes together. It's true. It's, it's because you know, I've, I've noticed this, that I have a lot of friends on um, Twitter and all who hmm. are who are basically always complaining. Huh. That is what they use Twitter for. Hmm. This is not right. Hmm. But come 
50th August, it's all genders and Jehin. It's, it's lovely. All the differences are put aside. Mm. You know, he'll wait till tomorrow to write that there's a pothole on my road. Today, yes. it's, I feel so proud. I feel this, this, this. It's mm. lovely. And even when it comes to bigger issues, you know, so many people, cynics who would turn around and say that, oh, 75 years of independence, but what have we achieved in 75 years? You know, we, there's still so much that needs to be done uh, for women, for girls' education, for social justice, for keeping women safe in India. There's so much that India still needs to work on. But even these hardened cynics, as you point out. Not that it should be forgotten because it shouldn't be terrible, forgotten. terrible stories Absolutely. coming out this week only. And then there's again uh, the other side as well, where you can be a little too blinded by, you know, your patriotic fervor and you might not find any faults with whatever your government is doing, depending on who you're supporting. You're, you're absolutely right. There's a very fine line. It's, I think it's all good, good and well to be patriotic. Yeah. yeah. But there is that thin line between patriotic and just total jingoism, which doesn't yeah. help anyone. Nationalism and fanaticism. I think as long as, of course, we're all proud of who we are, that is the country that roots us, makes us uh, what we are today. And how lucky for us, those of us who call India home, that we are an amalgamation of so many different influences, cultures, religions. You get to learn from so many people. Uh, but yeah. yeah but I said the same thing about London. That is my London line. London yeah. is an amalgamation, a melting pot. Yeah. So many different religions. But that's so, London, not every city in India. But in, in India, you know, no matter which state you're in, you would always find people from other states. There is no state which can you say mean not every city in, Lon in England, you mean? In, huh, not every city in England is as culturally evolved as London is, right? So, um, so yeah. If you're listening up north, um, forgive her. <laughs> okay. Now, um, छुट्टियों की बात कर ली फिल्मों की बात कर ली हमने झंडा लहराने की बात कर ली We didn't, but we ended up watching a few films that everybody was buzzing about, like Shersha. Oh, on the TV. Yes, we did. We watched yeah. quite a few movies on TV. We watched Mimi. We watched uh, The Royal Bengal Tiger. Let's talk about it. Let's start with Mimi. That's the one that came out first and we watched first. What did you think? I it? enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually like Mankit Tripathi. Yeah. And I think Kriti Sanon is turning out to be a great actress as well. Mm. She's a Delhi girl. She's a Delhi girl. She's a model turned actress and I yeah. think she's flying the flag, pardon the, the pun, flying the flag high for models who've embraced Bollywood because they've always had a very bad name. People say they look good, but they can't really act. But here's a new breed of talent in Bollywood. But I, as far as I can remember, there have always been models in Bollywood. Yeah, but a lot of them were considered plastic dolls who were only there because of the way they looked. They weren't considered great actresses. I think the Deepikas and all came and changed that completely. Uh, I disagree with that. Do you? Uh, yeah, in the 70s and all ones, Zina Taman and all models. No, but that there were few and far be Yeah, but Zina Taman and, you know, Poonam Dhillon and so many women who first started out being I mean, that was, that was the path. That was the path. In, in the old days, the path to, uh, to Bollywood was model. Uh, that's it, basically. Model Modeling or, and then films. And then films. Yeah. And, and then it evolved in the 90s to star kids and then films. Yeah. No, but these models from the 70s and the 80s, they weren't even expected to be path-breaking actresses because they were there for a reason. They were cast mainly because of how glamorous and beautiful they looked and they did the job marvelously on screen but now i think the new generation of girls who've all used fashion as their stepping stone and all of them priyanka deepika dia mirza 
you know, anyone you can names, think yeah. of, right? All the big names. Kriti Sano included. She was a model. Ash. Ash. They've uh, proved that theory wrong because some of them have done such phenomenal performances. I like Kriti Sano because she does these, I know you hate this term or you love this term, I can't remember. Yeah. Slice of life movies. Yeah. I think I've heard that from you. Yeah. You like that term, don't you? Hmm. But um, she does these down to earth. Uh, she did Breli Kibar Fee. Yeah. She was in Breli Kibar In fact, we saw her recently in, God, I forget the name of the film, which is based on uh, Roald Dahl's Lamb to the Slaughter. Oh, wasn't, yeah, she the, wasn't she the actress no, in that? that was Tafsi Pannu. Oh, that was Tafsi Pannu. Okay, right. I'm getting confused now. But Kriti Sanu, you're right. Even Tafsi Pannu. You're an expert of Bollywood. Sometimes you Kriti Sanu, all of them, I think, are in the same mold. You are know? you wishing that the Bhumi would open right now and swallow you? And no, not really. Uh, and not at all. I'm just human. This is what it proves that I'm not a computer that even I can make a mistake. Uh, so yeah, Mimi, even I in, enjoyed it. I think, as you're saying, Pankaj Tripathi, one of the finest supporting actors, people would call him uh, right now. And it was a heartwarming story. I think at the end, it had a beautiful message as well. What about Sher Shah? What do you think of um, Captain Vikram Batra's official biopic made by Karan Johar It was quite strange because I have vague memories of being locked in this hotel room in Madras in 1999. When the Kargil War, when was, the actually Kargil War was actually happening, I was watching it on the news. Mm. I just brought it back. I couldn't remember much of it, but mm. um, of uh, Captain Vikram Batra. Mm. But this kind of brought it back a bit. Mm. And uh, yeah. So we, we were in India when the, we were when in the Kargil India. War happened. We, we were in India when it was happening. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if I was uh, married to you then, but mm. um, it was good. The movie, it was okay. I mean, it was not groundbreaking. It was... Yeah, it was a standard Karan yeah. Johar film. It was beautiful. You've got to remember... If you ask me next week, I probably wouldn't remember it. Yeah. I think you've got to remember that it is a kind of film which is there to milk the nationalist sentiment in all Indians all over the world. Because what Captain Vikram Batra did for the country goes above and beyond anything Bollywood could ever conjure up or Bollywood could ever put out there in terms of entertainment. He actually sacrificed his life and as we know, life on the battlefield must be a million times harder than what you can uh, replicate in a studio or as they, sh you know, they had the blessing of the Indian Army because they were given access to all these areas which are completely out of bounds uh, otherwise. But as a film, it did nothing to me at all. But of course, we tip our hats to uh, all the brave Indian soldiers who are part of the Indian Army and who uh, guard uh, our borders and especially in challenging areas you know like the north where the weather kind of can be very very challenging well I'm I'm confused actually mixed messages you know I don't really like too much jingles especially we don't even live in India anymore mm. you know uh, you know who's always painted as a baddie yeah. that way and, and yeah. I think I, and I think that doesn't help any, it doesn't help at all you know yeah yeah, because it is full of stereotypes. It These is, kind of films of push the stereotypes uh, to, to the, the edge, to yeah, the limit. To the limit, they do. Mm. Uh, okay, what about the Bengali film that we saw, the Royal Bengal Tiger? What did you think of now, that? Now, everyone tell you my Bengali is not too hot. Mm. Neither is my Hindi, neither is my Latin, neither is my Sanskrit. Mm. And as you would say, neither is my English. But still, I watched it. Mm. And then... Uh, well, maybe about 10 minutes through, I said, are there any subtitles? Because mm. uh, I got the gist. Yeah. Gist. Yeah. See, I'm speaking Bengali. Yeah. Huh? Almost there. So. Anyway, so you want to talk about Army movie? Huh? 
it was funny the royal bengal tiger was inspired by chuck palanet i kind of guessed what was happening straight away fight club yeah which was it made was, into a film it's about a very timid man who suddenly wakes up hmm jaag jata hai takes like, charge like of his a bengali life. tiger hmm. he comes to life hmm. and starts to take charge of his life i said think were you with me in leicester square one day in common garden when when uh, i walked past there was, there was a film being shot no, i wasn't and, you told me later yeah, yeah. Huh. and i had no idea who it was what it was so i took a snap hmm. a slice snap and i said on twitter or somewhere that does anyone know who this is hmm. and everyone said oh god don't you know that is the biggest superstar of calcutta hmm. you know bengali movies hmm. it was a guy called jeet and he's in this movie as well he's and since then since i discovered jeet I've watched nearly all his movies. Yeah, that's the reason we He's one of my favorite actors, yeah. Yeah, Jeet and um, uh, Abhi Chatterjee, the two Abhi, of them. Yeah, yeah. We since we discovered these two actors, we've ended up uh, delving into the uh, We archives. discovered Abhi Chatterjee because of all the Bomkesh films. Bomkesh uh, yeah. Bakshi movies. Because I think this film came out about 6 7 years ago, The Royal Bengal Tiger. But it does have a twist. It is a psychological thriller. It does have an exciting twist. Yeah, it yeah, is it has got that uh, Fight Club ishness in it. Hmm. The other big thing that happened was named Chuck Palunka who wrote it. Chuck Palanik. Palanik. And David Fincher turned yes, it into a blockbuster. Um Edward Norton and um, Brad Pitt. I Brad Pitt. Yeah. Do you know Meatloaf is in there as well? In the same Meatloaf. Yeah, the same. I would do Meatloaf. anything for love, but I won't yeah, do that. Yeah. Watch them we will see him. What about isn't it again a movie which is crammed with quotable quotes? The first yeah. rule of Fight Club you never talk about Fight Club and the so many other quotes. Another big thing that happened this week was um India's superstar designer Sabisachi Sabisachi Mukherjee collaborating with high street giant H&M and yeah. uh, another Bengali another Bengali so it created a buzz all Indians across the world were tweeting and putting up uh, Facebook posts and Instagram posts saying that well, we can't how excited they are yeah now H&M have done some huge um, collabs collabs is the word isn't it yeah. collaborations mm. they've done um, the ones i remember that they've, they've done um, i think they did Karl Lagerfeld once mm, they did did they landwin kenzo moshi money was a huge one as well balma balma yeah i never know how to pronounce it is balma i think it's balma no i don't know Balmain. i just see what, i just see what's written on a t-shirt it says balmain i'll say balman yeah, well, it says nikki i'll say nikki mm. and someone say no it's nike yeah okay Gian Battista Valli is a designer I had absolutely no idea who this person was until they did a collab with H&M which is when I found out. Uh so yeah, Sabisachi for H&M was a big deal. Everybody said finally a piece of Sabisachi would be able to afford because he does make very expensive and exclusive clothes. But um I yeah, think is I believe it's a uh, number one pastime in India dreaming of being a Sabia bride. Sabia bride, yeah. and uh, he it didn't quite pan out the way they were hoping in the sense that it sold out so quickly i believe it sold out globally within 20 minutes of its launch that everybody was hurling abuses at sabya saying Now, that this must this, have been this is the question did it sell out in 5 minutes hmm. or was there not enough stock hmm. or was it many people are saying was this just a publicity stunt that you actually like you're saying just put out a few pieces which you know It'll would have out. gone yeah. in seconds because it's true i was there in h&m as well the day it launched and there was forget about in our local h&m forget that I, s- i saw you were posting and plastering photos of you and sabia yeah i met him on so many occasions i like him as a person i he's a fantastic designer as well very very warm uh generous very very nice uh, man he comes across uh, as 
So naturally, like everybody else, even I was quite, I had my eye on a sabya bag and a sabya kaftan, but of course, absolutely no chances of getting any of that. And uh, within days of its launch, sabya had to actually um, acknowledge this uh, uh, shortage of stock or call it whatever. And, and he posted uh, on Instagram. He said, I'm you so mean sorry. He, he, he found out. He, he found out. He's Because he was being slated left, right and center. People were writing on his social media. They were emailing him saying that, where are these clothes? Who are the people who've actually no, got their Some things were actually quite funny because uh, many people said, I'm not he's quite expensive yeah. let's not forget that yes because i'm not paying you know ten thousand rupees for what is essentially my nani sari yes <laughs> or, or you know the humble autowala's uniform or the, or the autowala's uniform yeah. yeah so that's there but he had to come out and actually apologize not apologize but actually say that uh with the best marketing brains in the world no one anticipated how quickly the stock would sell out so i do apologize but then that's the way it is on the same day that Sabia launched H&M, it was a big day for us because uh, GCSE results came out. They, oh, they did. Mm. So we're talking about, because you guys will probably hear this on the 15th or 16th. We're recording it on the 15th, yeah. but it came out on the 12th. Yeah. 12th of August. So A-Level and H GCSE results came out within a few days of each other. Our son took his GCSEs. He's done extremely well. So we were very, very proud of the class of 21. I think all the kids who sat their GCSEs and their A-Levels because they started and they ended their academic year in the shadow of COVID. It's very, very different. Very different. Year for them. Because, you it, know. For some, it was very traumatic as well. Yeah, yeah. We're lucky that. So I, many people struggled. We didn't have a problem. Well, rather, our son didn't have a problem but so many uh, have uh, awful tales to tell yeah there's no wi-fi they don't have a laptop yeah it was hard to get to exams and when there were uh, many siblings they didn't have enough space in the house to yeah, even yeah, give yeah. them all a room each which was so hard for parents parents working from home so that was the additional stress as well you're right it, it, i mean hats off to these kids they've done so well um, no, I've heard many people complaining as well that these these aren't real exams mm. because they were judged by teachers. Mm. They were uh, essentially marked by teachers at the very end. Yeah, but um, so the marks were higher than normal. Hmm. But I think uh, next year is going all back to uh, what it used to be. What it used to be, but credit where it's due. So these two years had to pay the price for yeah. uh, you know uh, COVID for COVID. But the first those who sat their exams last year let's face it the lockdown only happened at the end of march so from september until first week april they'd actually gone to school so that mm -hmm. is the majority of the academic year but for our son all those who took their exams this year got their results this year it was completely a covid year from start to finish so um, yeah good luck and uh, not good luck but uh, well done to all the kids who took their GCSEs and A-levels. Well that's it this has turned out to be a very very long podcast today I think it's time to wrap up and say bye. Anything you want to say, like Jahid? Uh, yeah, I would like to say something which we normally say at the start. But your poem has off-track us a little bit of your country, which is we are partners, parents, podcasters, broadcasters. And everything in And it's been a pleasure bringing you this podcast. Keep uh, downloading, subscribing, recommending, rating. We'll catch you again very soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. Jahid.